pour up if it's wind down time or grab an iced coffee if you're on the way to work. Whatever you need to tune in, make sure there's a drink in your hand before we start this episode. All right, y'all. Let's talk about it. I am back with another episode. I missed you guys so, so, so much. Well, I missed recording. I haven't really um, recorded in like weeks. This is been a minute. I'm excited to be here. I'm having a great day. The mood is right. The night is not that young. I just got out of class. <laughs> but I always like find myself being sleep deprived after class. So um, recording after class is like the best for me because I'm really don't go to sleep until like 12. So <clears throat> there's a couple of things that I want to talk about today. Um, it's funny because when I was in class today, I was just sitting there thinking like, damn, it's December 12th. Like we're like two weeks away from Christmas. And then after Christmas, it's literally fucking New Year's. Like the year is gone, y'all. It's absolutely gone. Um, And that's why today would be a perfect day to do a December, well, a 12 month recap. Because I probably won't record any more episodes this week because it's going to be a very busy week for me. And then next week I'm launching like I'm announcing the podcast and the week after it drops. So I'm not going to be recording anything really anytime soon after this. So we'll go ahead and do our recap today. Um, Just going over how much I've accomplished. And with me talking about how far I've came this year, I hope it sparks up the interest in other people to kind of jot down and think about where they were at the beginning of the this year compared to where they are now. And either way, whether you're further or whether you're um, in the same place you were last year, whatever spot you hold, it'll give you some time to think about and set the tone for your next year. So I'd always love doing like mental, normally I write them down, like before I was started recording, I would just write everything down about um, when I was recapping, like where I've come from, from the beginning of the year to the end, I would just write it down. But now since we have the pod, I can say it to you guys and hopefully with hearing what I have to say, you'll think about how far you've come as well. Or just some things that you need to work on because I know that there are some things that have happened to me this year that have made me realize that these are some things that I really want to work on and some things that I really want to look at about myself. Um, But yeah, I have that and I also have a message for today, a topic for today. So hopefully this little episode, that'll be the last episode probably recorded this year is a little lengthy. Because me personally, I like listening to long podcasts. So this might be a long one. Maybe. Don't know. But I'm just going to start off with talking about my day. Um, today was today was good. Um, I woke up. I worked on jury all day this morning. I cooked breakfast. I went to my best friend's house. And I went to class. Now I'm here. It's a nice, easygoing day. Um, really can't complain about today today was good and I had a really really good attitude so I always like days where I don't where I'm not really feeling anything like I'm just like I mean I feel but I don't feel anything negative like life be lifing y'all know that so when life has has a smooth days you just like notice those more often than you would the ones that just kind of like take you for a ride because whoo chow a couple last week I definitely had a couple of those days where I was like look one more thing you know, but this week seems like it's going to be better 
and taking Monday off was very helpful because I have a lot to do this week and um, my pop-up is on Saturday. So I have to have like a lot of stuff spun and ready for Saturday. And luckily I'm starting off earlier because I am Mrs. Biggest Procrastinator. Can't talk. Biggest procrastinator in the world. So I definitely have to make sure I have everything ready because I, for some reason on event days, I just panic like I've never done them before. I've done so many pop-ups that I don't even know why I act like I get nervous like it's my first one all over again. My very first pop-up was in Freedom Park. I had a little black, I think four by four table, no tablecloth, no sign or nothing, just a bucket of candy and like some waste beads scattered all over my table. And I think I made like $350 my first pop-up. So I always do pretty good at these. I've only had like two where I was like, eh, but I always do pretty good. And I don't know why I make myself like super, super nervous every single time because I got it. I got it. It's just a lot of preparation and it's all on me. If anything goes left, it's on me. So I know I have to be my biggest um, critic when it comes to stuff like this. I'm just a little extra hard on myself, but who's not? Um, but yeah, so we're going to dive into our recap first and... If I had to rate my personal growth this year, I think I would give myself maybe a 7.2. Um, 10 being the highest, being that I did the most, I, I did the most growing and I, I did a lot for myself this year. Now, I don't know if, if my rate will be accurate after I finish like hauling off everything that I've accomplished. But one thing, one of my accomplishments that I really wanted to conquer this year was getting Divine Auras in the storefront. Um, somewhere where it could have like exposure. Um, it did happen to be my job, but it still counts as like me wanting my business to be on display. People walk past every day, grab a business card, make a purchase. It's like my name is out there floating around, not just something that I'm advertising on media. So that was one of the biggest goals that I had. And I think I launched it inside there maybe around my birthday. So that was like February of this year. So it's been in there for almost a complete year now. And that was one of my biggest goals, um, which ties into like a goal that I have for next year is to get Divine Ores in another storefront. So I want to have it in two locations. So that's two things. That's another, I conquered one of the goals that are going to lead into another goal for next year. But um, that was the biggest thing for me. And also starting esthetician school was supposed to be next year, but I started early. So that was one of the things that I really, really wanted to do. Um, I got a couple of raises this year, got promoted this year. So that's also something that I wanted to do is grow at my job. Everyone knows where your job equals more money. So that was helpful. And that's pretty much all I had for, uh, let me back it up. I wanted to experience love this year. I definitely experienced that. I didn't go where I wanted it to go, but it's a feeling that it's somewhere, it's an area of my life that had cobwebs on it and I was able to blow it off. That's all that mattered because I've been single for five years. So I really wanted to like allow myself to experience something on a deeper level, even if it was more so for me than the person that I was, you know, whatever with. But um, just being able to like kick that numb feeling that feeling of not not desiring to be with anyone, that feeling of like not wanting anything with anyone, just like doing stuff. 
I wanted to kick that out the way and actually experience that on a deeper level and actually like feel for somebody deeply and I did so that was one of the things in my bucket list that I accomplished um I really think that's it for me y'all I don't think I have anything else oh I really wanted to work on vocalizing my true feelings and letting setting boundaries for things that were putting my mental in danger not I wouldn't say danger but just like scattering my mental like making me feel uncomfortable like I really wanted to be open and honest with things that just weren't suiting me and fitting me that was one of the hardest things that I have had to do this year because I am a people pleaser and I like to make sure everyone in the room is comfortable even if it means I'm uncomfortable so it was really really hard for me to vocalize and set boundaries in places that I really didn't want to set them because I'm so used to just like coasting along and letting things be what they are for so long because I don't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable. But I had to stir up some pots this year. I had to make some things different. And um, yeah, that was one of the biggest things on my list that I wanted to tackle. And um, of course, launching the pod wasn't, honestly, launching my podcast was not on my list of goals this year I had no idea I was launching a podcast until like maybe four months ago it was a simple conversation I tweeted like I want to say I tweeted like maybe six months ago that I had some things that I wanted to do and launching a podcast was on there but I didn't think it would be this soon nor that I think that I would get it together like this that fast and like you know me when I do something I really like and I'm passionate about it it can't be thrown together I don't like raggedy shit at all. <laughs> so um, I was surprised when like I was able to put this in the works this fast. But like, of course, I had help. Like me and Yana has been working with me with the pod for like ever since the idea was born. She's been like on me and um, my biggest critic. So I've definitely had help and I've had insight and I've done my research, you know, but that's something that I wanted to do. But it wasn't a goal on my list. It was very unexpected. So, yeah, I guess I can say for next year, one of my goals would be to um, get, like, an actual full-on production room where recording would be, like, more, what's the word? Legit. <laughs> I wouldn't say legit, but just, like, having all... All the equipment that I want for my pod, I think I want to do a YouTube for it. That'll probably be something that I tap into after school because, um, yeah, school is in motion and we're, I'm going to be in advance soon. So I'm probably going to be like doing the more physical stuff like the facials and stuff and microderms, chemical pills. So I probably won't really have time to focus on like getting the entire production together. But I do want to like start and I want to know what I need, you know, tap more into that. And yeah, that's pretty much all for this year. I really, really am excited to see what's in store next year. But for this year, I feel like I did a pretty good job. That's why I'm giving myself a 7.2. So yeah, that is really much... Oh, y'all can't talk. That is pretty much it for the recap. Um... I feel like I've conquered a, I've conquered a lot of things this year and I hope all of you have as well you know really gotten to where you want to be like 
I feel like this year, um, emotionally speaking, I definitely went for a ride, but it's always for a good cause. It's always so, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like feeling is always good because sometimes when you don't really feel any different emotions and you feel new ones for the first time, it's just an experience that you don't want to miss. Like it's an experience that you want to hold on to and cherish and it goes with you. It grows with you. And I really, I appreciate that the things that I went through this year are, was watering my garden so I can grow, you know, so new flowers can sprout, so I can see the beauty and new things that come into my life and I can know the do's and the don'ts and the outs and the ends. So um, me cherishing what I, what I go through is like a new thing for me, maybe like a new thing within a year. I didn't always look at things like that, but I feel like it's very helpful to look at things like that now. So yeah, that is pretty much it for the yearly recap. And now we can get into tonight's topic. So tonight's topic, I really wanted to speak on um, spiritualism, religion, and identity crisis. Those are the three things that I wanted to talk about, which will basically sum up the title. But... um, I don't know if you guys remember how hard spiritualism hit. I don't know if the word is society or generation. Eh, I'm going to use society because generation would mean that it is just a group of people in a certain age. But this is society, society and culture. I don't know if you guys remember that year when like spiritualism like hit the market and hit society and culture, like literally got had them in a chokehold. Like, I mean, I feel like it was maybe when I decided around the similar time when I decided that I wanted to go that route. Um, But spiritualism took the wind out of people's chest. Like, I mean, I tell you, people were buying sage, crystals, juggling them, Florida water, everything they can do to just be down and just be spiritual. Like, I mean, people who weren't even spiritual, people who were identified as Christians were buying sage. And I was like, uh, okay. It just like knocked a lot of people off their rocker like it was really it was popularity I'm just gonna say it was a fad it was a fad and it was really really big in society and culture and on social media and it was selling like hotcakes I mean like every single metaphysical story you can think of was packed like everybody was on this wave and I feel like a lot of people didn't get off I feel like a lot of people hopped on I feel like some people really found themselves and I feel like some people use it as an identity crisis cover-up those are the worst things to do Now, I'll tell you guys a little story, and I don't know if I ever told y'all this, but when I first started experiencing with spiritualism, um, I went to Mama Bessie's, and it was right after, it was like 2020. I had just finished talking to this guy who I was like madly crazy over, and I went and spent like $80 on crystals, sage, um, I think I got an Avalon shell, some incense, incense holders, like books, like I was buying all this stuff. And I was like, I'm going to tap in. I'm going to lock in. I'm going to like, you know, keep my mind off of this person by um, tapping into my spirituality. Didn't even have a spirituality yet. I was born and raised a Christian, like strict Christian. Um, And when I first tapped into spirituality, it was 
very much just like, I don't know, I guess I would say like experimental. Like I was just doing stuff. I wasn't doing like spells or anything. Still haven't really gotten to that part. But I was just like playing, like just buying a whole lot of stuff and just swearing that I was tapped in and I was focused. And I was trying to be because I was going through something. But me having all those crystals and sage bundles and Avalon shell incense did not heal my heart at all. It did not. Like I was still hurt over the same thing that ran me to the store. Everything that I had was a prop. Everything that I had was literally symbolism for like what I was trying to get towards. And a lot of people now who are still on this wave and haven't actually tapped in and haven't actually picked up a book and read or dive deeper into or found a calling for themselves. Because my personal opinion of spiritualism is it's what you make it and it's how, it's how you perceive it. And um, everyone has a different calling than no one's is the same. No one's going to get the same from everything. No one decided to go that way for the same reason no one is going to have the same experience nobody has the same ancestral background like that's a whole other different realm to tap into tap into but everything is different in spirituality and what people don't understand is you know it's levels to this like everything else there is you don't get a job and become manager on day one you start off at the bottom it's the same thing with spirituality you don't start practicing and, and oh today I can do a money spell that's not how that works. Today I can do a love spell. Doing spells before you're even spiritually equipped to handle them is like asking for it to backfire on you. And I've seen that happen. So, um, and my sister was telling me a story yesterday saying she went to one of her favorite metaphysical stores to get incense and there was like girls in there playing, like trying to buy stuff and like, I'm going to do a love spell. I'm going to make him fall in love with me. And it's just like, y'all playing around. And like all the guys who ever thought that I would ever do a love spell on them or like make a potion or a drink and like make them fall in love with me. Now, why the fuck would I do that? It's just, it's not how it works. So, yeah. With that being said, I feel like a lot of people who seek spiritualism have no identity and they're looking for themselves. So they latch on to things that are, of course, very, 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 very popular in today's culture and society. And, um, it just like prolongs their identity crisis. Like if you don't really tap in and read and know for yourself, you're just mocking what everyone else is doing, which again is you feeding into your identity crisis because you don't know what you're doing. You're just following everyone else and what they know. Um, me personally, I had to be called out about it. Like um, you juggling them crystals is not going to heal your heart. And it didn't. I had, I still have all the crystals that I bought along my journey. Haven't really bought any more recently, but now that I realize that crystals is not the thing that's going to, that it's not the thing that's going to solve the problem. You're the thing that's going to solve the problem. The crystals are a reminder of their properties are, their healing properties are a reminder of what you can conquer and what you can feel and what you can be. But literally holding a rose quartz to your head is not going to have you meet your husband in the grocery store the next day. And quite honestly, a rose quartz is more about self-love than it is love, attracting love in that way. So I don't know. I feel like everyone who seek who is seeking seeks to look into spirituality really needs to do their research and know their stuff. I know I, it took me years to get where I am now, and I'm still not where I want to be. Um, it takes focus, it takes discipline, and it takes you wanting to learn and wanting to know and wanting to 
really tap in. It's not just something that you hop on Instagram and you're scrolling and, and someone's telling you which crystals you need to have a good day or to have a better attitude or what's gonna fill your what's gonna heal your family trauma, what's gonna heal your personal trauma. Like first of all, everyone needs to have a fucking therapist. That's a one. Because a crystal is not gonna heal your your family trauma. And neither is saging and neither is an egg cleanse and neither is Florida water. Like none of that is going to heal something that's deep rooted and needs to be addressed verbally, emotionally possibly physically like everyone needs an outlet and I feel like therapy is a good thing to help the mental spiritually speaking you can always seek a higher being a higher calling for mental clarity that's fine but that's if you're going to do the work don't pick up an egg don't pick up a crystal don't pick up a bundle of sage and think that that's going to heal all that deep-rooted trauma it's not so those are my words on spiritualism and when it comes to identity there's no age or identity crisis. I've realized that I've met so many people and know so many people who have an identity crisis and they're around the same age as me. And I had one too, but it was in fucking high school. <laughs> so it's like, once you find yourself, don't get lost out here in the world doing what everyone else does. It's okay to still have traditional beliefs. It's okay to have no beliefs if that's what you stand on. It's okay to be spiritual. It's okay to be new out here seeking spiritualism. Wherever you are, whoever you are, be there. Live in whatever's comfortable for you. You know, like going out of your way to seek something because other people are doing it is the most childish shit that we could ever talk about in any of these fucking episodes. Pretending to be something you're not has the age limit on it. It doesn't need to get past 18. After you walk the stage, it's the real world. Don't go out here and get lost because then you got a whole other problem. Because you know what else you got when you walk across the stage? Bills. Money. Some of y'all have children. You don't have time to have an identity crisis and pass it on down to your kids. Tighten up. So a little word of advice for anything that you're interested in. Always do your research and always just know that whatever you seek is going to be a representation of you. If you don't feel like you can represent your life in the life that you walk in, then don't choose that as, a, as your path or your journey. Um, me personally, I feel like I'm more in touch with spiritualism than relig religion because I am able to express myself. I've always been very expressive. I've always been very creative. And um, I've always had to find my peace in different types of ways than just like your standard guidelines to how religion has you boxed in just has never really been me and at this age and day like you know I can't speak for myself in the future I don't I can't see myself where I'll be but I know that right now this is good for me and this works for me and it makes me comfortable and it keeps me sane and I walk in it I wear it joyfully happily I'm a very upbeat person very positive aura um when I first started thinking about being spiritual the first thing I did was read books on chakra healing that was one of the first things that I tapped into, like how to be a better person on the outside, a person that when you sit in a room, people can feel your energy and who you want to be. Now, to this day, I really don't know what others think of me, but I know that I'm a very positive, outgoing, upbeat person. And um, I don't know. I feel like your attitude is always a reflection of your aura. And people with nasty attitudes, unfortunately, don't have good auras. And... Um, that's just something that I really wanted to tackle first is just understanding that. Like, believe it or not, y'all. Well, actually, no, I'm saying this like I don't read. I read a lot about spirituality before I decided that's where I want to be. I read Sacred Woman. Um, I read a lot of self-help books. I've read a lot of psychological books, 
because I love the study of the mind. And um, like I said, tapped really, really hard into like chakra healing and like making sure my aura was balanced and healthy. My vibrations were high. It was really important for me before I decided where I wanted to be. And once I decided that like, okay, I'm in tune with all of this, that's when I knew like this would be a good move for me. And ever since I've been rocking with it, it's been my thing. And but I just feel like that needs to be everyone's everyone needs to analyze it like that not just what they see out here and like I had this girl come to me and she was like hey I saw this thing on Instagram and I wanted to talk to you about it because I know that you seem to be spiritually aligned and I want your opinion on it and it's like I I understand that but you deciding who to be and how to be and what to be shouldn't be based off of a video that you pass on your for you page um and if it is do your research before you just start doing stuff again you know, like this is a way of life. It's not a game. It's not a fad to some people. It's not like something that's f- like people do for fun. People do this as a lifestyle. They do it to keep themselves mentally balanced and mentally sane. Like they use this as an outlet to keep themselves intact. And I just feel like not to be like a bitch, but it's kind of a slap in the face to somebody who actually practices and does spiritual acts to like play with it. It's like a joke. It's kind of like, I don't want to talk to you or it's like a mock or like you're just I don't know how to I don't know if that makes sense but it's kind of like how every person for example I saw this comedian say that everyone thinks they can be a comedian because being funny is easy and it's not comedians actually are have an art like everyone else has an art like every single nigga in the city thinks because they homeboy got a studio they can they can rap no you can't (laughs) like I feel like people need to stop just putting themselves in these categories where they don't belong because people who do this shit actually really really do it and they're passionate about it and it's the way of life for them so mocking or imitating or not doing your proper research and not knowing who you are and just doing stuff to do it because everyone else is doing it is kind of like a slap in the fucking face And, you know, like I said earlier, I just feel like we're a little too old to not know who we are. I feel like I've said that in so many episodes. So if you're listening and you needed to do some tunnel vision and and tap into who you are and find yourself, now is the time. It's a clean slate. The new year is coming. Instead of pretending to be, let's figure out who you are. There's nothing wrong with that. Everyone had to do it sometime. I had to do it. We all have to do it. It just comes a time where it's like, okay, enough of the games. Who am I? What am I? I'm sticking to it. I'm going to do it. Whatever. I'm doing this for me. Not because the whole fucking world is doing it. You know, like, I, me, honestly, I admire people. Like, I listen to, um, I know I tell you guys all the time, I listen to Know For Sure Pod with B. Simone and Megan. And I love how much they talk about God and, like, their relationship with God and, like, how strong it is and how they're... They stand on the values of their religion and they they mean that. Like, I love that. I love hearing people truly stick to what they believe in and like live by it. It's a beautiful thing because it's like you're passionate about that. That's who you are. That's how you define yourself. That's what you, that's how you walk your life and you're loud about it. You're proud about it. You're not like, you know, you don't care what other people think. And I know it's real. I like when things are authentic. You know, they don't sound like they're experimenting with God. They sound well-versed, like they know what they're saying and doing. And that's how it should be with anything that's going to represent you. You should know what you're saying or doing. You shouldn't be iffy or asking somebody about what they think about this or would they do this. Like, it's you that has to make that decision for yourself. 
and same thing with spiritualism as religion like you know if you're muslim if you're a christian if you're whatever you define yourself as um buddhist you know you need to stick to your religion like it's not a game it's not something that you hop in and out of and just decide you want to turn it on and off you know being passionate about these things and I can talk because I can also say that I need to be there's times when I need to tap in and and really be thankful and really take some time out of my day like I can't tell you the last time I meditated like I haven't really given myself the time to do my spiritual practices like I should but it's the same thing like if you're living by something if you're walking by something don't half-ass it don't do it halfly don't do it because it's a fad you know really live by that and let that define you and walk in it be true to it you can't succeed in anything that you have as you can't truly be whole if you're giving you can't truly be whole in any type of religion or any type of like spiritual status if you're giving it half of your energy and time it deserves more than that and that's when you it truly starts to work in your favors when you offer it more time you put into it more my life it moves a lot smoother when I do tap in and I'm locked into myself spiritually and I'm focused. My life goes a lot smoother. Same thing with religion, you know? And this is just, this is just a simple conversation <laughs> for people who are battling with this. I know I used to battle with it all the time. Like I could have prayed, I could have did this, I could have did that, you know? Like we all can be a little better. But kudos to everyone who is out here and has something that they are passionate about and they believe in and they are focused on. Even if you're new to the game and you're new to your religion, you're trying to learn more, you're trying to be focused more. It's a beautiful thing to start. And it's already setting, it's already like setting the tone type of person you are that you can be that disciplined to give yourself to that journey. You know, it already speaks volumes of your character. So I like that. I really, really like that. And yeah, that's really all I had to say about that topic. I really wanted to speak on that because that was on my mind for a couple of days. I know that my early spirituality days were like super blurry. Like when I tell y'all, I was just in here like, like now I can tell you every single crystal I have in my altar with all the properties like off the back of my head. Just because I studied it so much just to know, like just to have it in my mind, like the mind is interesting because I was thinking about how we can like memorize song lyrics from songs from years ago and new ones that quick. So the mind is has a lot of capacity, but it's the same thing with like my properties. Like I all that stuff that I read in my early days of learning, like it just sticks with me now and it's just there. But that's not the stuff that keeps me on track and keeps me focused, and that's not the stuff that like defines my spiritualism. Like I said. One thing that really gets me is like how we take symbolic things and we make it seem like we need those symbolic things to define ourselves as spiritual or to get through our day. Like, for example, y'all are killing me with this one. With the evil eye, Jesus. <laughs> the evil eye is known to ward off negative energy that's what it's for and if you haven't noticed it's very very popular in today's society and culture it's some people say that it's believed to bring back bad luck at a person or whom is directed for the reasons of envy or dislike so basically it's supposed to return to sender negative energy which means it also wards it away and people wear it on the keychains necklaces um 
I've seen it on hair clips now, croc gibbets. Like, the evil eye is literally everywhere. People make pillows out of it. Like, it's it's a real deal thing. It's everywhere. And it's an ancient symbol. Just an ancient symbol of protection. And I remember one day I was sitting at work and I had my evil eye. And this is funny. I was telling Yana the other day, like, I've stopped wearing, like, all of my spiritual jewelry. I've stopped wearing the evil eye necklaces. I stopped wearing the bracelets. Like, I took it all off because... This lady had walked up to me at work and she was like, um, this happened two times actually. The first lady, she was like, what's that symbol? I see all of you in here with that on and I want one. And all I could think about it was, now then you just asked me what it was and you then you gonna tell me you want one. She took my number down and everything and asked me to make her a bracelet. I never text her, never made her anything because it's just like, now you just want to wear it because you just want to wear it. You don't even know what it is. It could be, we could be in a gang. You wouldn't even know. You would just walk around with it on just because everybody has it. And she, oh, 50 years old. See what I mean? Crazy. The other lady was like, um, she asked me what it was. I explained it to her and she was like, oh, no, that is against my religion. That is demonic. Okay, girl. And see, this is exactly what it's supposed to do is return to sender, bitch. Get that negative energy out my fucking face. That's exactly what it's supposed to do. Her ass walked right out. But it's just like, that's something that's symbolic it's a symbol literally the definition is an ancient symbol of protection it's a symbol people take it to the next fucking level like it's warding off like literally people are just like running out i think it's more of a mental thing a mental note of knowing like block out negative energy is what it is for me you know don't let that get to me I wouldn't say that if I didn't wear my necklace on my neck that day, I would have a better day, a worse day than I would if I had it on. I don't wear my jewelry anymore because I don't want, I don't care about what people think. I don't care about the unwanted opinions. I don't care about telling you what it is. I don't know. Like I'll wear things that I make just to like, you know, promote myself, but it's just not a big deal for me for everyone to know what I'm into. I feel like I appreciate my spiritualism is so much better when it's sacred, when it's mine and my own understanding. It's not for anyone else to know or dissect or understand or tap into or I have to explain myself every time. Like, And of course, like, you know, spirituality does give you the room to be expressive. But it's just like sometimes I, I bitch, I'm tired. And I, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to explain it. And I just want it to be mine. I want it to be me. I want to know what I believe in and what means a lot to me for me. I don't care for other people to know what I am by wearing this or by letting you know that I like the evil eye symbol and I have to wear it in my hair, on my shoes, on my neck, on my wrist. Like, I don't have to let you know anything unless you come into my sacred space and you can know as much as you want. But here in the public, at work, at school, whatever you do extracurricular, it's not really any of your business. So that's why I stopped wearing my stuff. Like I said, I wear it sometimes when I want to promote myself, but... As far as like wearing it just to wear it, just not interested anymore. Just probably won't. And I had a really, really cute necklace that this girl made me. I think her Instagram name is Sunflow. She made me that evil eye pendant. She made them and I, I bought it from a pop-up shop one time that I did at a poetry slam and I love it. I don't know where it is now, but it's a really pretty pendant. So I do like the jewelry and the accessories, but sometimes I just like don't want to share parts of me that are sacred with the world so I just stopped playing that out and like I used to post my morning burn like when I used to burn my sage in the morning and stuff like that and like my affirmations and stuff like that I just 
I don't really care to do that anymore. I kind of want it to just be for me and for my understanding and just helpful to me. And then I go on about my day. I don't really have to show the world what I do to keep myself mentally stimulated. But that really got me off track from my, my point. I think I just wanted to talk about the symbol. And that was that's one of the things that I'm saying. Like that symbol is like so popular now. So popular to the point people will wear it and don't know what it means. That's crazy. But yeah, I really, really, one thing that I could say was helpful about being spiritual, like when I started tapping into it, I had people around me who were like actually real deal, like been doing, been into it longer than me. And, like, they have their own experience. Like like I said, everyone's different. But I had people around me who were also, like, spiritual as well. And, like, they had their own experiences. And they were manifesting and growing in, in kind of, like, a, a word. Not, not an ear for, like, advice, but kind of just, like, supportive of what I was learning and seeing. And, like, when I first started, I would have, like, all these very vivid dreams. And I think I said in episodes before that I used to, like, always have sleep paralysis when I wasn't in a good mental state like I would have really really bad sleep paralysis and that's when I knew I needed to tap in more and um one thing that I did like about it were the dreams the vivid dreams were good for me because I was like wow like I'm seeing things I'm foreseeing things I used to have a dream about something and it would bring me clarification about something that I had actually going on like in real life um it's like when I asked for the answers I was shown the answers and, like, people were like, what do you mean you were shown? Like, I was literally shown the answers. Like, something that I would go through in life and I wouldn't understand or, like, I wouldn't get or it would be confusing to me. And, like, I would pray and be like, just show me what I need to see. I would literally dream and see it. And then it's up. It's a wrap. Whatever decision I make going forward, I was revealed something and I know how to move accordingly. That's one of my favorite things about being tapped in is, like, being able to, like, know the unknown like things that you wouldn't really wouldn't really come to you unless you were tapped in. And my mom used to always have dreams like that too. Like she used to tell me when I used to ask her things like, hey, can I go to da 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 da? And she'd be like, let me sleep on it. And I used to always think she was just saying that because she didn't want to just say yes or no. But she actually really, really did sleep on it. I just know that we both had that in common. We both have like, we both dream about things, like foreshadow things. And um, I knew that I was... I knew that spiritually I was becoming tapped in when I would be shown things and reveal things because I was like, okay, that's new. I didn't always have that. So that was like a sign of growth for me. But it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing to tap into and learn. Anything that you are passionate about is beautiful when it grows. Even with religion, people who get far and tap in and really learn, it's a beautiful thing. And it's very, 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 very helpful out here. It makes life a lot easier easier than what it could be if you didn't have anything guiding you or anything to call on it's very helpful but that is pretty much it for that topic what I really want to talk about is how y'all feel about this scissor album that just dropped um I was talking to my friends the other day and like I was telling her it doesn't really compare to anything Summer has ever did but we really can't compare Summer to SZA because that's two different genres of R&B but I like the album for me it's not top in control but um 
damn is that the name of that album is that the name of the album y'all i hope so i think it is i don't know y'all know which album i'm talking about okay yeah it is control sorry um it's not topping that one but i do like the songs i love all the songs that we've already heard my favorite song of the album is far but i feel like i'm not in the state of mind to truly enjoy how everyone else is enjoying it translation everyone who's sad and going through something or all my certified a one day one side chicks are probably like loving this album right now or people who are just like unsatisfied with whatever relationship status they're in are probably like really enjoying the album but me personally it's not hitting the same but i do think it's a beautiful album and i do think this is a is a mental a mental wreck at times listening to these songs <laughs> but i like um the different like transitions like i said she gave us pop she gave us r&b she gave us rap she gave us like everything in one album so that's why i feel like we're not getting another one because girl it's all in one it's a rap i saw this tiktok today and it was like y'all listening to that stat girl says the album while i'm still bumping beyonce to have high vibrations and i've never really considered myself a beyonce fan but renaissance is a really good album I gotta give my sister props. I like I like Renaissance a lot. I listen to it every day before work and every day after class. It just keeps me lifted. So right now, what I really really need during a time of being so busy and being so like, just life is kind of stressful. It's packed with a lot going on right now. I need more Renaissance, more Renaissance, and not SOS, cause. Mm-mm. But I do like the SOS album. The features are really, really good. And Sissa Cut Up, she did her thing. I love how, like, bold and fiery she was on this album. And she said a lot. Like, she said a lot. And we was like, damn, like, she hitting us with some heavy hitters. Like, I think in this, I think in one of the songs she told us she got her body done. And, girl, we knew you got real thick real fast. But we didn't know where it came from. But... She was just really, like, blunt and really honest. And, like, it was giving very much mentally unstable Scorpio. But, you know, we'll take it. (laughs) I loved it. I loved every song for what the meaning was. But, like, I did go through and, like, take off the ones that I don't really want to hear. But my favorite on there would be Love Language and Far are my two favorite songs. But, like I said, it's not touch and control for me. But I do think it was a good album. But I'm still going to bump Renaissance, though, because I need that. I need that. I need that higher vibration, like, to keep me lifted after work, a stressful-ass day of work, and then, like, school being tiring. Like, I need that lift from Beyonce. And that's the first time I would ever say that, because, like I said, I'm not, I don't consider myself a Beyonce fan at all. But I really, really like that album. Been on replay since... I discovered it. But yeah, you guys, um, that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about tonight. Um, episode's about 40 minutes long, so we didn't touch on, but we got pretty close. I'm probably going to finish watching Enola Holmes 2. Ooh, that reminds me. If you guys haven't watched Wednesday on Netflix, oh my God. 
I never try new things. Like, I like the same stuff. I said that all the time. But I watched Wednesday, and I'm absolutely in love with it. Like, that was a good-ass series. I can never binge watch. Like, actually, no. That's all I do is binge watch. But I be trying to pace myself, like, maybe one episode a day so I can watch it for a week. I ran through that shit in two days, y'all. That was a good-ass show. It was so good. I was watching it in class. So, Wednesday's really good. But Anola Holmes 2 is good too but I think I like the first one better but yeah that is pretty much all I have for today like I said this is gonna be um the last episode that I record for a long time so I really hope you guys enjoyed the listen and um I can't wait to see I'm gonna put in the show description like for you guys to send in emails to the um I almost said divine oris (laughs) to the thirsty for therapy email sharing with me some of your accomplishments that you had this year and maybe I can do a follow-up episode and share and just like give me some feedback on topics and things that you guys may want to talk about in here and we can dive into that but that is all for tonight until next time